Welcome to Liftoff Journeys, where we ignite the stories of those daring to soar. We have got a great pair of celebrities today who are going to tell you about their worldwide fame, how they got to where they are with their business. That's the breakout success called Cheeky Chompers. Join us as we delve into the uncharted territories of success, sharing their triumphs, hardships, and the stories of these extraordinary individuals who are determined to reach new heights. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and uplifted on Liftoff Journeys as we launch together. And today, I am so excited and thrilled to have both Julia and Amy on the show with me today. They are the co-founders of Cheeky Chompers, and they're going to share with you a little bit about themselves, a lot about Cheeky Chompers and how this great brand came to be a business and why every mom is just in love and obsessed with this product line. Welcome to the show, ladies. Oh, hi, Jamie. How are you doing? <laughs> we are doing fantastic. Thank you so much. And tell us, you're not joining us from New York City or Los Angeles or anywhere in the U.S. <laughs> Where are you joining us from? We're in Bonnie, Scotland. We're in Edinburgh. So, yeah, we're, it's a bit chilly over here. But, yeah, we can see the sunshine in the background there for you. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, it's also later over there as well. And I'm so excited to have you on. You're our first podcast guest from Scotland. So this <laughs> is a liftoff journeys first. Uh, my daughter, my middle daughter just is, went to Aberystwyth, uh, where she's doing a semester abroad in Wales. So yeah, yeah. So she was just FaceTiming me and showing me how small her room is over there. Student <laughs> life. <laughs> yeah, they told her. They told her number one on the list. Make sure you bring a raincoat. So <laughs> we live at the beach in New Jersey. She's bringing her raincoat, and you know, the mom in me is is just uh, making a list of everything that I need to send her way. So you get four seasons in one day in the UK. Four seasons in one day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, ladies. Uh, I saw what you were doing with Cheeky Chompers and I became obsessed. I've spent a ton of time on your website. I've been talking to friends about your product line. But one of the things that was most inspiring to me was the journey of how you two came together as business partners. And our listeners love to hear what inspired you to start the business. Okay. So tell well, us, interesting how did you story. meet? How did we meet? So Julie and I met at the doctor's surgery when we were pregnant with our first children. Um, so we go to an antenatal class where you're kind of learning all the things you're going to need to know about being a new mum. And we kept in a, as a wee group kind of developed there. And after we'd had our babies, we would all meet for coffee every week and share the stories of, you know, they were all going through the same things at the same time. And it was um, a new journey for us. So we would meet every week. And as our babies were going through the different stages at the same time, they all started to be teething at the same time. And we were finding ourselves saying, God, oh, they keep dropping their teethers. I wish someone would make a teether that stayed attached to the baby. Um, and that kind of was a bit of a light bulb moment. We were quite, both quite entrepreneurial people. And we were like, maybe we could find something, maybe we could make something that stayed attached to the baby. And this could be our new, like, way of life maybe we'll never have to go back to work well what we didn't realize was we'd never worked so hard in our life since but um yeah but yes yeah, so we developed our very first um 
product, which is called the Necker Chew. So it was just a simple concept. When babies are teething, they dribble and they chew. And we thought, why not put things this in one lovely product? So we developed um, this product here, which is called the Necker Chew. And it's a bib with a triangle at the bottom, which is made of, of food-grade silicone, so that the baby can chew on it. And when it drops, it just drops onto their chest. So when we were thinking about the ideas of how to get a teether that's attached to the baby, we wanted to develop something that made parents' lives easier. And that's been our mantra, really, from then on in. Every one of our products is an intuitive twist from being a mom to say, what can we do as parents to make other parents' lives easier? So starting with the Neckerchew, we made it three layers so it's really absorbent. We made it reversible so that the, the moms can put it on or the dads um, on a, in different outfits. And that we made it, they can grow with the baby. But also the design of the teething point makes it they can go from the front teeth right to the back teeth when they're growing. So there's always that kind of knowledge and empathy of being a parent with this kind of entrepreneurial, let's create something that's beautiful quality and that's very, very safe. Because I think that's the other thing. If you're a mom, you don't want anything going in a baby's mouth or around a baby's neck. That's not. So we've done an awful lot of, of work around design and around about um, safety. I, I love hearing all of that. But you said three things that I think our listeners and our viewers would be really interested in. And the first thing you said was you both met with your first children. Now, before you had your kids, were you both professionals or were you working or, you know, had you just got married and decided to have kids? Like, mm -hmm. did you, and that's the first question that I have. The second question that I have is you mentioned as many people do, Hey, we thought we'd start this and never have to work a day in our life. And now you're working harder than you thought. I think our viewers and our listeners would love to understand more about you know, your struggles and how long does it take to get a business off the ground? And the third thing that you said that's fabulous is, you know, you're putting all of your real life experience into the products that you design. And it's not just about you two sitting at a coffee shop somewhere and thinking, wouldn't it be great if we could design this? It's coming out of real world needs. Mm -hmm. And I think that's so fabulous. And I'm wondering if that's still an inspiration to new products that you create. Absolutely. Today. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, I'm glad that you think that our memories are so good that we can remember three questions at once. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start with the first well, one. What did you both do? Both what what did you both do before this? Before so we had this, before we've never met before this. We only met in that antenatal class. So I worked as a business advisor in innovation. Um, so I used to help small businesses to grow. And that was my kind of career before. And I was working in hotels and sales and marketing. So, um, and actually as much as we were on maternity leave, which in the UK is different than the States we get, you can take up to a year off, which is incredible. Um, but we were, you know, at the beginning of that journey and um yeah we as julie said we didn't know each other before so we met at this antenatal class had these conversations and actually then both went back to work at the end of our maternity leave so we were juggling working four days a week Babies. um having like less than one year olds at that stage and then launching this new business because at that point the idea had really flourished and we just felt that we we had we had we were on to something so we were juggling quite a lot back then at the beginning we're yeah. still juggling now yeah. <laughs> well that's that's an absolute inspiration for anyone who's listening because a lot of our listeners are you know at their regular jobs right now wondering can i do something more and i think both of you prove that if you have an idea 
you can do it. And it just, it, it will take a lot of, a lot of grit and a lot of grassroots efforts in the beginning. But if you have a dream, you should hold on to it, Absolutely. which I think is fabulous. And if there's a better example of work-life integration than the two of you, I don't know what it is. So <laughs> I, I love hearing that. But I also know having had a number of businesses on my own, including this one, it's hard. Like it's a lot harder, <laughs> no matter how good the idea is or how good the product is. When it comes down to it, it's harder to get a product or a company off the ground than expected. Tell us a little bit about your journey to get Cheeky Chompers out and off the ground. So right from the start, as I said earlier, we wanted it to be like really lovely sort of quality. So we, we thought, oh, that material, we want it to be the, the nicest t-shirt, short t-shirt. So we were learning. We'd never been in retail before. We didn't even know what a pallet was or what how you export or anything. So we had to really have a learning curve that was like this with our babies. Our babies came with us everywhere as we learned with the lawyers and went to courses and things. It just, it just came with us and it was just part and parcel of doing that. But once we'd got the product up and running, one of the first things we did was we targeted 10 key retailers in the UK and we went to a consumer show. Um, so we went to a consumer show first. And so we meet um, moms and dads and pregnant uh, people. And we tried it out with people and the response was unbelievable. I mean, so many people said to us, I wish I'd thought of that. Mm -hmm. And if we had a penny for everyone, we'd be very wealthy <laughs> down for everyone saying that. But it was amazing. So that was a real trial because actually if the consumers and the parents didn't like it, we would have really had to stop there. We then went to a trade show. So we were then talking to retailers. The ones we'd written to all came to the stand. And we managed to get out of that 10 really beautiful re premium retailers. We managed to get nine of them. So it was really good. And then on that at that trade show, um, the UK Shark Tank came to us. Um, so it's called Dragon's Den here. And they um, invited us on to the show. So we, after 12 weeks, we'd only be trading 12 weeks. We were still working. Our kids weren't even one yet. We went on Dragon's Den on the Shark Tank. So that was an experience. <laughs> and I actually said to that, no. I was then pregnant with baby She's number pregnant. two. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But did, I, I, I got to know, did you bring the kids on to Dragon's Den? No, although I was really heavily <laughs> pregnant. And we thought, oh, I'm pregnant. They'll go easy on us. But no, not at all. They stayed no. in character the whole time. So it was quite a, yeah. It was an amazing exposure, though, much as it was hard. And we were in there an hour and a half, you know, getting all sorts of questions. There's 4.2 million people who watched that episode. And then it was syndicated mm -hmm. around the world so yes. our website literally just flew and it started to build and at that point we were just launching our um, second product and you know things so that was both a challenge to be able to manage that we didn't have an office or any team or you know we were still working um but there was a right. the realization that actually we can leave now and we can go on to make this a reality because um you know amy at eight months pregnant was bringing the things to the post office that's where we were at that <laughs> now now how long has cheeky chompers been in business so we are 10 years old now actually which is incredible so these little ones who inspired us to start have just started high school in the uk so like they're you know they've moved out of primary um so yeah 10 years and it's been we've been learning so much every single step of the way yeah. um and that learning continues even after 10 years you know there's new challenges thrown on a a weekly monthly basis um that you never expect so we're always learning and obviously we've had covid as everyone has there who's 
very well aware. So we had to really pivot there from selling lots to retailers that were all shut to selling online and doing more and more online. Then we had Brexit here, which meant that all of our whole mm-hmm. business into Europe was was stopped, so actually literally overnight. Um, so we've had a lot now, the cost of living crisis. I don't know if you guys have that over there. So you almost, we're still all nimble. There's a team of 10 and we're just uh, adapting really to the challenges that's, that's set. And and what is it for all these challenges? I mean, and I, I feel you across the board for everything. It seems like when one type of pandemic ends, another another new one starts that we weren't <laughs> expecting or, or even considering could even happen. What's the advice that you follow to make sure that you're motivated every day to continue to grow the business and that you can take on any any challenge? I think a couple of things. I think for us, we're really fortunate that we have gone into business together. Julie and I have said many, many times, if we started this journey on our own, we would have both given up by now. Now, I know that's not everyone's experience, and um, but if, it's, if you don't have a business partner, finding a good, strong business network would be a really key thing from our point of view, because having other people who are facing similar challenges at the same time really helps. Um, but we've kept motivated because we love we still are so passionate for this business. We we love what we're doing. We love that we're that we've sold over three million products and helped all these teething babies. And we have a range of different products that aren't just all about teething. Um, but we've really helped find solutions for people and we're continuing to find solutions to parenting problems. So we love that and we're still energized and motivated by it. But um, yeah, there are definitely days where we look at each other and go, why are we doing this? <laughs> but then well, and what the alternative would be and we've had you know we've we've sacrificed lots you know our kids see us with phones attached to the end of our hands and you know my daughter when she was role playing when she was little she used to pretend that she was on the phone to Julie all the time she's like oh Julie <laughs> just see me walking about the house going, oh gosh Julie um but so and you know but at the same time they've said you know what would you like to be when you're grown I'd like to be an entrepreneur and we're good role models for our children so that kind yeah. of keeps you going too but so it is as long as you've got sort of grit and determination I think because things come at you, both good and bad, actually, that you have to sort of steer and you have to be able to just be nimble and foot. And I think that's really important. But it's, it's, it's tough, but it's very rewarding having your own business. You're in control of your destiny on the whole, um, apart from Brexit and COVID and things that come at you when you haven't got any control. But you can take control of how you deal with that. And I think it's really important. And, and we we try, and that's the most difficult bit for everybody, I think, is to make sure the juggle is something you can manage because the juggle is completely real as they say but it's actually trying to take some time to make sure that you give yourself some time for you and for your family because your own business could just take over it's like another baby um you know and we are as passionate as, as another baby you know we kind of put a lot of effort and time into it but you know I think it is worth worth it you know the the, the kind of feedback and rewards are, are worth it yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's a perfect segue into my third question, which is let's talk about Cheeky Chompers now. What has surprised you from a product line interest or like do have you designed something that you thought everyone's going to want this and you found that based on buying behavior, it went in a different direction? Is there one breakout product? Is the first item that you created still the most popular the flagship product? Where does it all sit? It's a really good question, actually, because we um, always, you know, speak to 
other parents before we launch anything we get feedback we do focus groups that kind of thing and that's one thing we would always say to everybody check that you've got a market that you think as much as you love your product make sure everyone else is going to love it too um, and our first product the Neckerju is still our hero product but we've actually got a range of other products now and people all love them for different reasons so you know my children didn't really love comfort blankets like a lovey I think you'd say in the US but Julie's really did so we developed a product that you know would really work for people but not everybody teeths so much but they would all need a blanket so there's we've got a range of different things that will suit different people depending on their on their needs I mean some of them um like the comforter it's almost like you speak to someone I don't know if your children were like this but when they get attached to something they want to keep keep hold of it and then my we lost ours and we had to retrace our steps for hours to find it so we're let's invent a lovey that's attachable and that has everything on it, sensory tabs, it's tags, it's relaxing it, and it's got a teether. So we did that. And actually so many stories from parents who, thank God, thank you for doing that, because that was really important for us, because we now don't lose it and the baby can go to sleep, you know. Um, and the same as our blanket, we developed a blanket, which we thought was just so logical, because blankets get kicked off the pram or the stroller or the car seat. We thought an attachable blanket just makes sense. We developed this attachable blanket that attaches to the carrier when my mums are carrying it or pushing the stroller. And this response from that has been great. And so many people say to us, I wish you made one like an, for an adult. Because <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> um, so that's been... But we did also do a teether that was really large. It was a, Our, our um, brand is a hippo. And um, we did this teether that was a hippo. And we thought, this is great, it's our brand. And it was where we got a little bit arrogant, actually. And I think this is a real lesson for everybody. You know, our brand, we love hippos, and we thought that was great. But actually, a hippo teether was very fat. <laughs> and it, it didn't, it wasn't as, the response we got was it wasn't particularly the nicest looking, but we, you know, and it did well, but it didn't do as well as we thought it would. So we've adapted our, our teething range. We've now got great animals. But just things like that, you have to test the market, as Amy says, because, you know, unless you've got consumers to buy, then it's, it's not worth it. Yeah. And and as you were talking, I was thinking of so many stories of, of my kids. I have five, but oh, they, wow. I, I can only imagine how much great content you have from people sharing feedback. But I know when my oldest daughter was two, she didn't have a blanket, but she had a little stuffed cheetah that went everywhere with us. <laughs> and we went to Canada. We went to Niagara Falls and somewhere between the hotel and the end of the street, which was not that far, the cheetah disappeared. And we spent two days trying to find Rory and could not end up finding Rory. And so, you know, as a mom, I went back to work. I'm looking up carnivals because we wanted at a carnival, you know, with like a quarter, you know, to throw a little fish. It was just a silly one. You couldn't buy it at a store. I was calling seamstresses to see if someone could make one that looks like because she couldn't sleep with it. We ended up, you're going to love this. We ended up going to a little festival and, and somebody was making balloon animals and they made her an adorable duck. It was the only thing that she would sleep with. And it was a balloon. And when Ducky died, oh gosh. <laughs> the world ended. Every day it got smaller and smaller and she got sadder and sadder. And I thought, oh my God, how being a mom is really, really hard. <laughs> Poor Ducky. He's never going to make it. And it was just, you know, so as I think about all your products, I can't imagine how many just restless nights from for parents you are saving with everything. <laughs> you get it. Uh, I totally get it. I totally get it. And 
You know, you know, my my middle daughter has a build a bear little dinosaur mm-hmm. that she made, and and uh, she still takes it with her. She has it in Wales with her for her, you know, for her last semester in in university. So it's it's fantastic. I think you know what you're doing at Cheeky Chompers is not only bringing joy to the world, but it's also solving real world problems. Did you expect to be solving problems, or did you just want to follow? you know, an idea that you had in the, in the early We did. Days. I think we, we all, it was funny when we sat down really early on, because I think that's exactly what we wanted to do. We thought, imagine if we as mums could provide solutions for all the problems that are, because it's hard being a parent. You know, you kind of, it's so delightful and it's brilliant to have a baby, but it's bloody hard too to be a parent, isn't it? We all know that. So actually, if we could provide some some solutions for from problems, it'd be amazing. So that's exactly what we've tried to do in every single product mm-hmm. always just taking that kind of intuitive twist on everyday essentials so you know you're going to need a blanket but let's make that blanket work harder for you um we've got a multi-muslin that does six different things so you can buy one product but it will do the whole range of you know from a swaddle to a blanket to a um breastfeeding cover you know nursing cover so it does lots of different things but it's one thing you need to buy rather than shelling out six times over for all these different products you might or might not use so trying to um make life easier is really what inspired us but Mm -hmm. um yeah and as you go through each stage there's all these other new things um that you could help solve problems for so (laughs) it's a never-ending journey (laughs) but we have to use other people's um, babies now because obviously our babies are (laughs) so we have to use other mums who've got newborns and things to see what are the current sort of trends or issues that they're facing for us to come up with our ideas Uh, absolutely yeah and and the technology keeps changing around just baby care in general too Mm -hmm. so so what's next for cheeky chompers so we're just launching into America. So that's our really exciting news. So we've just gone live yesterday on um, on Amazon.com and we've got 30 uh, different specialty stores across across the US and we're in lots of discussions. So this for us is a big, exciting phase because um, we're in other, 20 other countries and now we feel that we're ready to, to hit the States. So that's exciting. So this is almost like an exclusive announcement. I love it. And we're going to get the word out to everybody. Because we've got lots of lots of moms, lots of parents that are listening. And I'm sure lots of grown children who would still probably love those attachable blankets. For sure. I have a feeling. Like, so, so where beside the website? can we find the products in the US? Are they in any stores right now or is that coming soon? That's coming soon, yeah. So at the moment, it's on our website, jiggychompers.com and also on amazon.com, we have a store there. Um, and then we're on the various different specialty stores just now because we've only just started, we kind of started about two months ago. So we're in discussions now for, for uh, retailers. So <laughs> exciting stages. Now, outside of this worldwide exclusive of, of you launching Cheeky, Cheeky Chompers into the US, you also have some pretty amazing exclusive news on other fronts. I heard you might have met somebody really important. Yeah, this is one of our highs of Cheeky Chompers. We won an award um, for export and we were, it was called the Queen's Award for export. And we went to Buckingham Palace and we were awarded by the King. Um, Prince Charles, as was then, King Charles, as is now. We went to Buckingham Palace in our finery, and um, it was just fantastic, wasn't it? It was just such a, a real proud moment. Yeah, it's a real. Wow. 
That's incredible. That's incredible. So what was it like? Tell us, what was it like to meet the king? The the reality of um, we were all dressed up and we were in Buckingham Palace and it was amazing to actually walk through those gates. For anyone who's been there most of the time, as soon as you stand at the front of the gates, but we walked through those gates and then my high heel got stuck in a grate, you know, like one of the little metal things. And everyone was getting behind and I was stuck trying to pull my heel out. And I thought, this is just typical of Amy. Anyway, um, it was an adventure. And actually being in Buckingham Palace was such an incredible experience and an honour. Um, it was one of the real highs. We won lots of business awards and product awards, but this was just one of those, a real icing on the cake kind of pinch me moment, which was incredible. It was funny because it was three hours of champagne prior to us meeting the king, so we were very enthusiastic when we met him. (laughs) 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 We've got some great pics. I can imagine that that is so incredible and it's a testament to all the hard work and dedication you put into the business that's tremendous that's really really impressive thanks for sharing that I'm sure everybody is going to be very jealous now (laughs) so I I have to ask the last question what was the most difficult about getting ready to go meet the king was it trying to figure out what to wear I mean it sounds like I was on my family vacation and we were in Europe at the time. We'd gone to Ibiza for a family holiday and I had to fly back. So for me, actually going to the Buckingham Palace Awards, I had to fly back from Ibiza, go into London, dash to hotel and get changed, met Julie outside. We were interviewed by, yeah, um, by three or four different journalists. journalists. Outside, and then went in and wow. then I back to Ibiza the next morning. It was all a bit <laughs> whirlwind and sounded so um, like someone else's life. <laughs> I was just going to say, yeah, I'm sorry. I have to leave yeah, to go meet the king. I'll be back. <laughs> yeah, it was incredible. That was for families as well. I remember um, choosing a dress to buy. And my dad said, can I buy that for you? I'm so proud of you guys getting to go and, and win this award. So Aww, I'd like to buy your dress. So sweet. <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. What a great story. What a great story. Dreams come true, even things you don't even think are possible. And when you do something incredible for the world, the world gives back to you. It's just really great. Well, this has been such a fabulous conversation, inspiring, informational, and really exciting. And to hear both of your decade of advice as business entrepreneurs that has turned from an idea out of a real need into just a worldwide sensation now. I'm so honored and thrilled to have you both on the podcast and and wish you and Cheeky Chompers the best of luck. Thank you so much. much. That's brilliant. Thank you. All right, everybody, you know what to do now. Go to CheekyChompers.com or go look them up on Amazon and go buy some early holiday presents. This is Jeannie Walton with Liftoff Journey. Stay tuned because our next episode will be coming up soon.